Studio 1886. Your world, your voice. Hello everybody, Ahalya here and you're joining me on a brand new edition of Studio 1886, a lovely podcast that we've got going on for you today and really no time to waste because we're observing World Mental Health Day that passed us by on the 10th of October. Um, you know, this year's theme was all about prioritizing everybody's mental health and today's conversations are going to be spotlighting that very cause and just how we can get better at preserving our mental health. Like I said, no time to waste. Let's dive right in. You're listening to Studio 1886. Your world, your voice. Your, your, your. And joining us right now, we've got Dr. Jane Nicholas Benedict, a psychologist by profession and a social counselor at BGSW. Thank you so much for joining us today, Nicholas. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Alia, for giving us this opportunity. And, you know, for the listeners, Nicholas actually has a decade of experience in dealing with topics around an individual's mental well-being, something very, very pertinent to today's conversation surrounding World Mental Health Day that passed us, something we're observing on the podcast today. Nicholas, I'm sure you already know this but this year's theme is prioritizing one's mental health so i thought we could talk to you a little bit about you know what that entails from the psychologist's perspective and see if you can give us some guidance sure alia pleasure to why don't we start with um the idea of good mental health nicholas how do you define that uh, yes that's a good question mental health uh, usually people think uh, it is uh, something uh, some kind of fixed state or a kind of static state i would rather emphasize on it is continuum You know, okay. we can move back and forth here and there based on the situation and based on the way we interpret the situation right to give a clear picture on that say if you are in this end of the scale that is in the green zone where we tend to thrive and excel and you be very productive and fruitful resilient and uh, you know in a good positive state and slightly when you uh, move to the yellow area Mm-hmm. Uh, no you start to have some kind of difficulty we uh, we tend to have some kind of difficulty in coping or some mild disturbances right. and the slightly going further away in the orange area you know, we'll have more difficulty in coping and uh, you know it, it, the the severity of the symptoms will be more in terms of severity duration and in even in uh, intensity and the red continuum red end is uh, very uh, severe part of the illness so uh, to to be precise in what good mental health means we uh, try to help people assist people and support for people to stay in the green zone as you know uh, as long as possible but still some kind of situations or some kind of struggles occurs where they tend to go towards the orange area and it is fine to some extent we all have our ups and downs and mood swings it is fine to some time but mm-hmm. if more than 2 weeks or more than 3 weeks and a month if they are not able to bounce back to the normalcy and they still continue the same problems that where the problem arise yes okay perfect i think that's a pretty holistic definition of what good mental health is and and you know speaking of this year's theme prioritizing one's mental health i think with the pandemic we saw so clearly that you know mental health is just as important as physical health right yes. um f- mental well-being is something that we really need to start paying more attention to on a daily basis not just when things get bad uh, it doesn't need to be reactive that way so what do you think are the main reasons that we don't prioritize our mental health and how do you think we can get better at this as a society and on an individual level uh, Personally, I like this question very much. Where you touched up on the physical fitness, uh, mm-hmm. though mental well-being, uh, you know, is discussed in mainstream discussions, but we are yet to prioritize them. Maybe because the mental, uh, when the moment you hear the word mental well-being, usually we will tend to relate to the mental health conditions, such as you know some mm-hmm. problems or 
issues or concerns but there is another thing which is called mental fitness okay just like how you are toning up your muscles and shaping and strengthening our uh, muscles and body like right. that we can also strengthen our neural pathways Mm-hmm. so you know it is very important uh, we tend to think it is uh, by nature and it is uh, now we cannot do anything about it mm-hmm. and uh, uh, for for success and talent uh, i mean it is not only the success and talent is important to we need to have a proper psychological attributes and skill so we can consciously focus on that particular skill and attribute and the character just like we are shaping and toning up our muscles we can build on our psychological skills also so in in this way mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it's a entire shift in understanding of it is not about like just like physical we have diseases no physically it is extreme like i have said in the green zone area mm-hmm. and we focus on the fitness so similarly we can it is not always mental health means it is with severe illusion delusions or hallucinations or depression anxiety it is a day to day experience how we are tackling day to day and how you are finding joy and happiness in everyday life also Okay I really like that um it's also a great perspective shift to think of it as just you know a muscle that needs to be improved and strengthened uh throughout time I'm sure that makes it less intimidating for people and you know maybe let's go into a little bit more micro perspective right now uh Nicholas if you could think of you know maybe just the top 3 biggest mental health issues or struggles or the most common ones that you see most people dealing with today what would those be Oh yeah I would go along with the status which says that anxiety and depression are very more common right to deal and uh, of course uh, to uh, if it is a, based on the severity we need to get the right uh, intervention for that so in my experience anxiety and depression are more common okay and and how do you recommend that we start uh, tackling these struggles for a better quality of life um, are there some practices that we can incorporate on a daily basis Yes uh, as i said if it is a real problem we need to have a, a proper uh, counseling or a clinical intervention for that but mm-hmm. as a general preventive uh, strategies which you say i would like to give my uh, focus on the thought pattern okay okay thoughts are very important aspect of us you know what whatever we think has an influence on whatever we feel and whatever right. we feel has an influence on how, how do you behave so the thought is very important what kind of thought pattern we are having So it is not the situation alone which creates the stress it is how mm-hmm. you interpret the situation which creates the most problems so i would uh, recommend to have a thought journal and understand the triggering factor what is actually uh, right. happening in the thought world and then the behavioral part uh, what kind of behavior was helpful before whether uh, this whether i was reacting in this default mode network mm-hmm. in a reactive or uh, did i respond according to the situation okay. yeah no absolutely yeah. i mean my life has been really deeply impacted by the practice of journaling and writing yes. and coming to BGSW itself uh, right now you know the entire podcast is also about contextualizing BGSW's work um in whatever conversation we're having could you also tell us a little bit um as someone who's a social counselor with the organization about the initiatives that are happening within the company right now to help associates develop you know good mental health practices uh bgsw uh, in particular they have a very high commitment towards this topic we have we have high good support from our leaders and it's almost two decades we have this mental health team we are equipped right. with uh, in house counselors and now we are spreading and expanding the network uh, with mental health ambassadors like okay. to relate with the uh, people more and uh, you know through them we create various initiatives program awareness in a way to normalize it it is okay right. to talk about emotion it, and uh, uh, it is not always always about the 
illness perspective so now will illness of course we need to take care and we are doing that and mm-hmm. we are focusing on the green zone uh, helping people to sustain so okay. uh, there we are focusing on the happiness part of it and uh, we are uh, driving this concept in various space uh, of in in terms of sharing our information the mailers and the activities to break the stigma and you know as we close out this uh, conversation nicholas i do want to ask you i think a lot of times people think oh if this person's a psychologist and a therapist they must have it all figured out <laughs> but you know at the end of the day we're all human and like you said it's just about staying in that green zone um so what do you do on a personal level maybe some practices that you just absolutely cannot live without um you know to help support your positive mental health yes i would like to walk the talk which i'm uh, the what are the strategies i have shared <laughs> so far uh, yeah. reflecting on the thoughts and correcting the behavior i would like to balance the wheel in various dimension the, the dimension which i shared right now is the cognitive dimension where we focus on the thought more physical fitness also matters it's both are interrelated body right. and mind so i would like to do the workout even if i miss i'll get back to track and some spiritual activities which help me to develop the character hope faith and find a meaning and purpose in life and uh, the uh, learning plays an important role the intellectual part where i am mm-hmm. myself a musician in, in a, i could also identify in that so i try when i learn music you know it is not easily it will come no whenever we think it is a relaxation activity but to get into that mode we need to practice we need to have the tolerance and perseverance and all the character everything you know you do we do be tested so you need to put a dedicated time for that so learning an art will always help Okay, lovely. Well, thank you so very much uh, for keeping us company on today's podcast, Nicholas, and giving us uh, so much clarity when it comes to, you know, our approach to mental health and how we can be better at prioritizing it. Thanks once again for joining us and everyone stay tuned. This is Studio 1886. Studio 1886. right now joining us in conversation are Preeti Juna and Manoj from BGSW what makes them um very special and especially relevant to today's conversation around mental health is that they are actually mental health ambassadors at BGSW first let me give them a warm welcome hi Preeti hi Juna hi Manoj hi Ahalya hi Ahalya hi Ahalya lovely to have you here and i was delighted uh, to know that you know mental health ambassadors actually exist within the organization what a wonderful um way to proclaim allyship so a couple of questions that i have um for you today just to talk about you know your own mental health journeys and exactly how you rally for the cause of mental health we'll start with you manoj could you talk us through the role of a mental health ambassador at bgsw what does it mean to don that title so uh, mental health ambassadors we are uh, uh, here to hear mm-hmm. from our associates uh, as a mha uh, you know we are intended to sense our associates uh, mm-hmm. about the importance of uh, mental care you, you know some point in uh, uh, life or, or in personal life and the professional life uh, we all right. stuck uh, due to difficulties right uh, seeking for some personal help or moral support to get out of the mental block right, right. so uh, we may search of some persons uh, to speak up so we are here uh, as mha to support our uh, associates to help one another uh, with empathy mm-hmm. and uh, educate them and guide them to reach out professional help when they required proactively as well timely and uh, sometimes we also uh, sensitize our leadership to be able to identify uh, in a team those who are struggling proactively ask them to reach uh, reach out them engage them in empathetic uh, conversations uh, mm-hmm. and offer them all required support to uh, recover and bring, bring back to 
uh, work okay fantastic that's quite um, the you know the load of responsibility <laughs> on your shoulders but it's nice to see that you're very passionate about it um juna if i could shift the conversation to you right now i think um you know this year's theme is all about prioritizing your mental health right and ever since the pandemic hit you know we've witnessed a rise in mental struggles arising from fatigue or stress at work so i guess my question for you is how can one cope with you know these stresses and anxieties that stem from work pressure specifically so we have to understand certain things uh, make certain choices to be able to handle uh, situations like these because uh, work pressure stresses anxieties these are things which all of us go through and what we need are coping mechanisms here are a few points which we can uh, practice on a day to day basis mm-hmm. so that we are more equipped to handle these things right. first of all it is okay sometimes to be not okay we have to accept it sometimes we all go through these ups and downs and whenever we are in a low state we have to accept it and see what can be take what can be done next who is who can help me come out of the situation next point is it is very important for us human beings to have to build a very strong support system for ourselves which comprises of a network of people including our family friends neighbors and all uh, our colleagues all of these people together should form our support system and this we have to build we have to nurture the support system of a group of people whom we can fall back on whenever the need arises next point is to prioritize self care take okay. pauses no matter how chaotic or busy your schedule seems and uh, you have pressures from different sides family office tasks everything but take time to look at how things are going for you take those pauses pick some healthy habits that nourish and rejuvenate your body mind and soul this this is essential you have to mm-hmm. identify this for yourself next important point is to be aware of your mental diet all the right. things which you are consuming yes uh, by means of social media news channels entertainment all these things which are going into your mind are these benefiting you or are they actually uh, pulling you down at some level you have to be very aware of this next point is to engage in positive and encouraging self talk sometimes you may not be able to do it but then mm-hmm. you have to try to be kind to yourself it's very important uh, because nobody else can help you right i mean you like uh, you you have to be your own best friend and you have to pull yourself out of all the situations which you go through you should be your own best coach you should play those multiple roles within yourself so that you can pull yourself out of any situ- any blocks which you might go through this is something which needs to be practiced by one and all to yourself and to others right and with that I, yeah <laughs> this is what well, we want juna you've definitely given us some important uh, things to think about i'm not sure how easy it will be to implement all of that <laughs> given you know how stressed we are honestly as a collective but uh, definitely a good um, place for us to start thank you for that so preeti you know you're a mental health ambassador as well are there any struggles that you may have experienced yourself so could you talk us through that and how you maybe overcame uh, one of those challenges yeah sure we all make hard choices in our lives at some point we are thrown at situations where we have to choose um yeah and i also uh, overcame a situation like that mm-hmm. um so initially um i was in a state of confusion when uh, even after making that <laughs> decisions you know uh, did i do the right thing uh, why isn't that people are able to understand uh, why i did what i did 
<clears throat> so I started developing anger as an emotion mm-hmm. I could really uh, yeah get frustrated as to why why is this happening this way and eventually that led into a self pity mode and mm. I used to really wonder like you know what what wrong did I do uh, that I'm facing this uh, just for standing up for myself people not understanding me and and then I went into isolation I didn't want to talk to anyone even if my friends approached i was like no guys i i just want to be leave me alone i just want to be mm. alone <clears throat> so this went on for some time but uh, you know intrinsically i was not very happy with the state of uh, being because i couldn't identify with myself because this is not what i am um, i am somebody who lives um, uh, you know life on my terms and i'm Uh, pretty much a free soul so to say and now i'm like suddenly you know isolating and then confused and anger and frustration so i just wanted to come out of it and um, i did hear of a lot of uh, psychologists uh, and it's it's good to take their help but then that was a taboo you know and, and, mm. it, and it still is it still is um, but then i i wanted to break that thing that i was going through and then i decided that okay i have to speak to someone uh, who will make me understand what I'm, am I going through because even I I wasn't really sure which way I'm heading to and maybe I'm not able to see the brighter side of life yeah you know I started practicing um like June also mentioned about uh, taking pauses or just being mindful when mm-hmm. you are um, encountered with anxiety for example or when these negative thoughts flow in you just have to sit down wherever whatever you're doing and this is something that I practiced So essentially I would say two things um talk to someone especially a professional counselor because they will help you they will lead you through their questions to open up your mental blocks and help you see the brighter side of the life and second thing is just be mindful meditate sit down to yourself talk to yourself I think for me I was my own best friend I could say that <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so very much for your honesty and uh, for sharing that with us uh, Preeti today. Uh that's really inspiring to hear and I'm sure it's very comforting for a lot of people listening in as well. Manoj, you know conversations around mental health have really started picking up across the globe, right? Everyone's sort of talking about it, but it is a lot more than just a buzzword, you know? Um why do you think that it's become such a popular topic of conversation um today Thank you Halya So you see uh, today we are uh, more busier uh, in our lives so mm-hmm. we are become so nuclear uh, we are isolated uh, within the family itself we do not have any time to speak up uh, in the family no me right. time no family time so all everything will be getting uh, overlapped and uh, taking us up more pressure and the work on uh, uh, in the work topics uh, personally as well professionally so, so there should be some talks and there should be some uh, me time everything should be there uh, in a person to uh, get out of this mental block uh, or so mhm yeah you know manoj that is uh, that's actually very true and very insightful as well and i want to wrap today's conversation by um, picking you know picking all of you mental health ambassadors brains a little bit and <laughs> try and understand you know what what it is that you do um practices that you indulge in every single day to make sure that your mental health is in a good space and um, that you're being you know you're taking care of yourself in a way um that also make sure that you're emotionally well um maybe we'll start with you preeti yeah well i like i said i um i usually have a habit of um 
pausing <laughs> myself so maybe uh, not once in a day but maybe uh, many times in a day especially when i encounter some overwhelming situation be it even happiness too much of happiness or sadness i just take a moment just sit down breathe uh, accept what's going on what emotions i am feeling and right. then uh, come to a stable state of mind and then move forward so i would recommend taking couple or even more breaks during a day and just being mindful yeah Hmm. practice the pause that is a very um, mm-hmm. very very <laughs> valuable one yes i'm actually currently doing uh, an acceptance guided meditation every single day and it has been wonderful i mean maybe half uh-huh. a degree of change but given the baseline even half a degree makes all the difference <laughs> absolutely yeah juna what about you what uh, mental health practice do you absolutely you know abide by Mm-hmm. Okay, something which works for me, uh, a couple of uh, topics. One is uh, Surya Namaskar okay. or any physical activity for 15 to 20 minutes a day. That really is a game changer. If I do mm-hmm. something like that early in the morning, the state of mind, uh, how my mind functions, everything is very different from a day where I don't do it. And another practice which I do is uh, like uh, I don't know if it can be called mindfulness or anything. I just mm-hmm. uh, shut down every, uh, sh- close the door. I stop work. I tr- keep my phone away. I just sit down, close my eyes, and not really try to meditate or nothing. No effort at all. Just sit mm. and just just be there. Just, just I, I get many thoughts. Yeah, sometimes yeah. Uh, so many thoughts come in and all that, but it's okay. I just sit there, accepting whatever it is, and just sit there for five to ten minutes. That that also helps a great deal, actually. That's also like uh, Preeti said, a kind of pause. It helps. Absolutely wonderful. So physical activity and um, again practicing the pause in your own unique way. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. And Manoj, what about you? What mental health practice keeps you going and um, you know staying well? So, um, so Harley, I, I was very wondered that uh, Juna and uh, Priti also follow the same kind of process and all. Ah. I do also the uh, do the same. Uh, my day always starts with uh, uh, prana with some uh, breathing techniques and okay. atmadhyana kind of some uh, meditation practices. So mm-hmm. my day always starts with that. If I'm not doing for one day, it will be creating so much. Uh, imbalance uh, uh, kind of an behavior in my body as well in in the thought process as well so uh, it is a feel that cannot be explained so the person who always uh, have the uh, breathing techniques and uh, meditation practice uh, mm-hmm. they are uh, more feel more pleasant uh, so and as they say juna and uh, priti i do also take a pauses between uh, morning 9 am 12 pm and then 4 pm and again 9 pm Okay. and before going to bed i'll do meditate so this is the routine which i did so when i started doing this pauses i'm very much uh, uh, i mean uh, on track on the subject which i want to do so mm-hmm. during the during taking the pauses i'll look after what i supposed to achieve in next 3 hours so i'll just recollect all those things it is making me to uh, not to distract anywhere so stick with the uh, plan so uh, this is the very good habit which i am following uh, maybe if uh, others can also uh, can take a, a try so that's what i would say halia lovely well i um i can't speak for everybody but it has definitely been very comforting to listen to all three of you mental health ambassadors from bgsw and um yeah you've given me some very important tips that maybe i can follow as well <laughs> so thank you for hopping on air and observing mental health day with us it's uh, really been quite the journey with you today thank you halia for having us
Thank you, Halia. Yeah. Lovely. Well, everyone, stay tuned. This is Studio 1886 with me, Ahalya. We'll be back in a bit. You're listening to Studio 1886. Your world, your voice. And continuing the conversation on World Mental Health Day that passed us by on the 10th of October, folks. You know, we've heard from a psychologist. We've heard from the mental health ambassadors here at BGSW. We've talked about some of the best practices to take care of one's well-being or mental health. But now it's actually time to dive into something that can really help. How do we put all of these things into practice? Um, and helping us with that is Mamta Venkat, who is a communications and marketing expert at a large healthcare organization. But she's here today as a heartfulness meditation trainer. How are you doing, Mamta? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Lovely to have you here. And for everyone, let me just set the context. Uh, Mamta's TEDx presentation in 2016 on the application of meditation to internal and external development has actually been viewed more than two million times around the globe. And today, she's going to take us through a simple heartfulness relaxation um, that you can try along with us now, unless, of course, you're behind the wheel. <laughs> But before we dive into that practice, Mamta, do you want to maybe talk to us a little bit about heartfulness first? Yes, absolutely. I'm also so glad that you just gave the caveat of not doing this while you're driving behind a wheel but the impacts of this practice can be felt regardless of if your eyes are open or if your eyes are closed so i'm very happy to be here to be able to share a little bit more about it meditation has been a really huge part of my life since i was 17 and the heartfulness practice in particular has been a core part of my family's existence for several several decades I know from my experience with it over the last 12, 13 years that there are so many benefits to this particular practice. I know mm -hmm. the term mindfulness gets thrown around a lot, breathing exercises, pranayamas. Um, in the states where I'm from, meditation is starting to become even more of a buzzword. Heartfulness in particular is a very unique type of meditation that encourages meditation on the heart for several different reasons. One, Your heart is the organ that pumps blood to the rest of your body. It's what keeps mm -hmm. you alive and it's what keeps you going. And then two, on a more inspirational level, your heart is that source of internal intuition that's oftentimes undervalued because we don't recognize just how powerful it is. So if you think about any decision you've ever made in your life, whether it's to take a certain job, move to a certain city, get married, things like that. Anytime you feel a sense of discomfort or uncertainty, those are all reactions of the heart. And it's the same thing when we make decisions that feel absolutely certain and settled for us. When we feel peace internally, that's also a reaction of the heart. And so one of the purposes of this type of meditation is to connect with that internal inherent energy, ground it through a daily heart-centered meditation practice, and cultivate it into something that can be utilized for both internal and external growth. And this practice in particular, in the same vein of talking about Mental Health Day, thinking about how important our mental health and the care for it has become, especially over the last couple of years, this particular practice allows you to pull your mind away from the chaos of thoughts that often builds up over time and allows you to settle into the stillness of the heart. Our minds are machines that are trained to think. So oftentimes all of the anxiety and the stress that we're dealing with comes from a buildup of stress and from a buildup of thoughts because we're not regulating them. But when we focus our intention on one thing, in particular, our heart, that intuition, the easier mm -hmm. it is to not feel so overwhelmed by all of that. And I know from my own experience with anxiety, with depression, 
being able to turn my attention toward my heart, toward myself, and really work on putting my energy into myself through this practice, I'm able to push that chaos of the mind away more and more so it becomes almost non-existent. And I feel a lot stronger, better, more focused. I'm better to communicate. I feel happier just because I'm connected with myself. I'm more grounded mm -hmm. in myself. So those are all the reasons why this practice is amazing. And I know from my own benefit, what it's done for me and my own experience. And I'm really happy to be able to share it with all of you. That's the perfect precursor to actually diving into the practice with you. <laughs> Thanks for that, Mamta. And I think it's definitely a new um, sort of way of looking at meditation and mindfulness. Um, so you know what? The floor is yours. Like I said, please uh, take us through the relaxation practice that you've got lined up for us today. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. So with your eyes closed... Plant your feet firmly on the ground. Wiggle your toes. Feel your toes and feet relax. And as you feel your toes and feet relax, feel the energy of the earth Move up through your legs, relaxing them. Feel your hips and abdomen and chest relax. Feel all tension leaving your hips and abdomen and chest. Feel your lower back relax and feel your upper back relax. Feel all tension leaving your back. Feel your shoulders relax. Feel all tension leaving your shoulders. Feel your upper arms relax and feel your lower arms relax. Feel your wrists and hands and fingers relax. Feel all tension leaving your arms and hands and wrists and fingers. Feel your neck relax. Feel your chin, lips, nose, eyes, and forehead relax. Feel all tension leaving your neck and face and head. Feel your whole body relax. Feel all tension leaving your body. 
Mamta, that was such a wonderful and relaxing relaxation technique. Thank you so very much for taking us through that and showing us a little bit, um, one of heartfulness and also of how we can actually put these, you know, practices in place and make um, make for better mental health. I, I think that's uh, been really valuable part of today's podcast. I'm so glad for the opportunity to share this and I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. I hope anybody who's listening to it finds benefit in it too. So thank you so much for allowing me this opportunity. Lovely. Well, you know, we've um, we've been introduced to so many different practices, so many different approaches um, to the preservation and prioritization of one's mental health, folks. That was the theme of this year's World Mental Health Day, making mental health a priority for everybody in the world. And, you know, with all of the information that we've got today, I think we're one step closer, right, to at least trying to do that for ourselves. Thank you so very much, everyone, for tuning in. For now, this is me, Ahalia, signing off on Studio 1886. But I'm sure I'll catch you in just a bit with another brand new podcast. Stay tuned. You were listening to Studio 1886. Your world, your voice.